Hello and welcome to Zack Attack. We're never going to be better than this. This is episode 24, bonus episode. Bonus episode. Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure from 2011. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And with us today, this is a modern miracle of the internet era. I have no idea how this happened. Last week on the show, we talked about the Derby Stallion, and we went on Letterboxd to play our Letterboxd game, and we found that there was another person who seemed to love Zeph as much as we love Zeph. We reached out to him. He responded almost immediately. We are joined today by Liam Underwood, the only other human being that we know who has seen the Derby Stallion all the way from the UK. Hello, Liam. Hey, how's it going? Really well. So we, so we were so excited. Uh, you, I'm stoked. You've listened to the last episode already, so you know exactly what we said about you. I didn't cut anything out. Yeah. You know that we're fascinated by the fact that you watch this movie sort of of your own volition. Like we were, we watched a Derby Stallion because we were going through all of his movies. You didn't have a podcast about Zeph. I mean, you have <laughs> your own podcast, Nerd on Nerd, which you sort of convinced your co-host to watch the High School Musical movies with you. Yeah. But, like, you watch the Derby Stallion by your own choice. Yeah, yeah, I have no excuses, unlike you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I now have the Derby Stallion DVD in my collection. Yes. Just because... How did you even find it? Where did you get it, is what I want to know. Amazon. Okay, you, you found it on Amazon. You, you So you made a conscious e- effort to purchase this. You weren't, like, in a store and you saw it. You, like, went out of your way to buy this. Yeah, you waited I, for I, it. I, I, you know, searched IMDb for all of Zac Efron's movies. Okay. There's, there's a couple at the beginning that I just cannot find anywhere same yeah same yeah i think we have, we have one more movie that we're gonna do it's miracle run which i think we can find but there's stuff before that and a lot of his tv stuff that we might do like a clip show because there's a lot of things like just don't exist anywhere like uh, i don't i don't know yeah like miracle run i've only been able to find on ebay and it just seems like some sort of dodgy like someone's printed to the disc themselves <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i might i probably won't be able to get hold of that one but yeah derby stallion was the first one like i haven't gone through his career sort of um like reverse chronologically like you guys have yep. i was i've just bounced so there's still a couple that i haven't seen yet like at new year's eve i'm saving for when it's Skip. more okay. seasonal um and i think the only other one at the moment is uh, at any price oh, oh i like that's that movie. a good one that, yeah, that was a good one yeah yeah i i i try and have like a zach f1 movie stored up for like a a rainy day <laughs> like when i'm feeling sad or something i can stick on a zac efron movie that i haven't seen before and just immediately my worries will leave <laughs> that's amazing yeah there so there's two movies that we can't find that we're not gonna be able to do we might find clips but triple play and the big wide world of carl lemke we can't find yeah. so i don't know if you found no, those i had no luck those, those i think they've been like scrubbed from the internet yeah i mean they're probably not going to be great, are they? Let's be honest. Yep, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I, I bet they're rightfully scrubbed from the internet. It's interesting that you said, or you brought up New Year's Eve, because this movie, Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure, came out the same year as New Year's Eve. Oh, so did we it? have So you can see the sort of, like, branching trajectory of these actors' paths, that we have Ashley Tisdale. This is three years after High School Musical 3. Okay, I, yeah, I want to know the chronology of this. I want to see, like, where this was placed. It's three... It came out three years later, but I think it takes place one year later. Yeah, it right? does. Yeah, yeah, she's, like... She just took, like, a year sabbatical or something, and then, like, this is what's going on. This is where she's going. I don't know what she's done in between. I could have looked it up. I mean, she's done stuff since we've talked about her a lot on the High School Musical episodes. But then we have Zeph who is one of the stars of this, like, star-studded movie. So, like, between High School Musical 3 and this point in time, Ashley Tisdale's still sort of doing her thing, and Zeph, like, 
on the rocket ship to superstardom. Yeah. In this movie, there's no connection at all to the high school musical world. I think there is. Well, there's, I mean, sort of, but like in terms of external things, because I, I read in Liam's review, and this is something that really disappointed me, is that Ryan, Sharpay's brother in the in the world of high school musical, is not in this movie at all. This was a Disney Channel original movie that went to DVD and Blu-ray first, then went to TV. So the release that we saw, the DVD Blu-ray, he's not in it, but when they put it on TV, he is in it. What? Yeah. What the fuck happened there? And not only that, but there's a remixed version of the song Fabulous that they sing, which isn't in this at all. And it's not on the DVD, like it's not on like the special features, like the deleted scenes. It's just gone. Like it exists after the fact. Oh, that's so weird, man. I wanted Ryan in this movie. That was like one of the biggest things that I was like hoping for, and we didn't even get Ryan in it. It was yeah, that's And it's it's not like his career is massively taken off either. Right. Yeah, he could have been in this. This would have been like a really cool segue, sequel kind of spin-off. And no, they just chose not to have him. But they put him in the TV version, though? Yeah. Yeah, there's like a scene at the end, right? Oh. I don't know. Yeah, so it's on YouTube, uh, and it sort of it plays over the credits, where he just kind of comes into an apartment, and uh, they just catch up a little bit. He says uh, what a good job she's doing, and he's apparently on tour across the country with some sort of musical show. Oh, cool. Yeah, good for him. Because there's no, there's nothing in the IMDb trivia that like Zac Efron was ever going to come back for this, which no. obviously Vanessa Hudgens said that she wanted to come back due to scheduling conflicts or something couldn't make it work. But I can see her. I mean, she's also a bigger star, but she's nowhere near Zef level, and I can see her, you know, swinging by for a scene like, you know, at the end of the movie. Like, so the, this movie is about Sharpay still living in Albuquerque in the ABQ. Yeah, we have so many issues with her dad's behavior at the beginning of this movie, which yeah. we will get into. Okay. But she goes to New York to prove herself to make it on Broadway, and then eventually, at the very, very end of the movie, becomes the star of a show after the existing star sort of has a meltdown and leaves the show. So she makes it. So I could definitely see, in a version of this world where Vanessa Hudgens is able to make it, that she's there for, like, opening night or something. You know what I mean? Just like, as like yeah. a, a show of support. But, you know, she didn't make it, so that's, it's a moot point. There was a little nod to her in the beginning. Did you catch that? She's, like, singing, like, the very first number, like, as soon as it starts, and she's like, Bye, Gab, or something like that. Oh, did you? I didn't, yeah. I didn't hear that. I heard, I heard in that opening song, and the opening song is called... The songs in this were terrible, by the way, and but it did have enough song. Like, it had the right amount of songs for me. Do you think it had the right... I don't... I think... I like I less wanted songs. more songs. Yeah. I, wanted I like way less more songs. Yeah, no, this to me this isn't a musical. And why are you it's doing not. a spin-off of High School Musical and not making it a musical? Agreed. Yeah, it, but I hate musicals, so I was like <laughs> liking the amount of movie there was. It's in the world of High School Musical. Like you should want a, another musical in this world, right? Yeah, I did. I, I mean, I guess it could have used more songs, but I was I was content with like the story actually moving and it being a movie, just by personal preference. Because it's a real fake out. Because the the movie literally. Opened opens in a song called Gonna Shine, and it's sung by Ashley Tisdale in Albuquerque, and it's basically about how fabulous her life is. Yeah. I didn't hear her say bye, Gab, but I did hear a lyric bop to the top, like I'm yeah. bop to the top. I think yeah. there was a couple was of like, references. Hell yeah. Yeah, there was more than one, for sure. I yeah. agree. I think so, too, Liam, yeah. We get that, and I'm like, okay, cool, like, we're on the right foot, like, you know, because the emotional heart of the High School Musical movies is Troy and Gabriella, but here, like, the Ashley Tisdale songs in the High School Musical movies were sort of the, the showier songs, you know what I mean? Like, there was a lot I, of fun. Yeah, I liked yeah. them, dude. I thought they were a lot of fun. And so they could have set things up here for a lot more of those type of numbers, and they just didn't. I, I agree. These, actually, all the songs in it, too, like you just said, they're not flashy. They were kind of depressing, like, minus that opening number one. Like, a lot of the rest of them were just, like, kind of bland. Like, they didn't feel like Sharpay to me. 
I wanted them to be, like, fabulous and stuff like that, but they weren't. Yeah, like, there are four songs, I think. There's Gonna Shine, which is the opening one. There's My Boy and Me, which we'll get to, which is her <laughs> and her dog, Boy. There's The Rest of My Life, and then there's New York's Best Kept Secret, which is the closing number. And then there's a couple other songs throughout. I mean, specifically My Girl and Me, which is the... There's a whole drama there, and we'll get into that. But, like, four songs over 90 minutes is not enough for... A musical. Right. This was a movie that had musical numbers, not a musical. Yeah, which is disappointing. Exactly exactly the word I was going to say. Like, I want... Like, I don't know what I... I don't know what I want this movie to be. All I know is that I wanted to have lots of songs. Did anybody notice how shitty all of the video transitions were throughout the movie? (laughs) Like, the editing itself was just so fucking terrible. They used, like, GarageBand. I don't... Like, what's the movie editor version of GarageBand, I guess? They used, like, that simple, like, flip the screen and stuff like that. Like, they used the most basic transitions. I also want to know who video edited this. Well, Liam, Liam, what's your history with Disney Channel original movies? To be honest, it's not a particularly lengthy history. Okay. Probably High School Musical is where it kind of starts and ends. Like, I haven't really... Oh, okay. That's fine. I don't watch a lot of them either. I kind of grew up with them, at least the early ones. I've seen a lot of them. And then when we did the Shia podcast, he had two or three that we watched for that, too. So I was warning you, Joe, when we were getting into High School Musical, I was like, I'm afraid that these are going to be like Disney Channel original movies, because they are, but like, you know, in the style of in the production quality level of whatever. They're like child lifetime movies. Yeah, they have like their own aesthetic. When we got to High School Musical and then High School Musical 2 and 3, well, 3 is a different story because it's an actual movie. Yeah. They were way more polished and way better and like more like actual movies than what I was fearing. Yeah. This, even though this is years after the fact, is exactly what those are like. Just sort of like a, a newer, fancier version. Like it's all terrible editing. It's weird, wacky music. Plot lines that don't really make sense everything like it's just it's how much stuff yeah they're cheap they just feel cheap can we cram it 88 minutes yes Mm -hmm. that's exactly yeah I, I, I this is what I imagine high school musicals would have been like too when we first started them but no they had like huge budgets for those like they knew they were gonna be okay as opposed to this which is just like super shitty and you can feel it so the movie like the story of this movie just like the first it was the first high school musical where the musical was about a musical right like it was inception like musical sort of, yeah yeah here it's the same thing it's like the Broadway play that she's involved with or that boy is involved with is about a girl who moves from a small town to the big city to make it on Broadway. And I was just like, oh, you're just taking the same story that we saw five years ago yeah. and just repurposing it here. That's exactly what they want to do, man. They do this all the time. Yeah, the the Inception musical thing, and in the musical, like, the last number when she's doing a musical about being in a musical, Yep, it was so fucking weird to me. But yeah, that's how High School Musical likes to do it, I guess. The Broadway play stars Amber Lee Adams is the character name. I don't remember what the actress name is. She looked super, super familiar. I don't know why. And then I looked up on IMDb, and like, I'd, I've never seen her anything else and like she's most known for this movie so clearly she's not a huge star but did she look familiar to either of you two or no yeah she looked familiar to me and also like the blonde girl looked familiar i thought she was the chick from uh better call saul when i first saw her like sitting in the theater which blonde girl the, her like understudy that's like in that first like when they're both doing oh the, the one she fires no not her or assistant no. like the understudy chick that was like in the first scene with the dogs when they're like testing out the dogs and she's with like the blonde chick next to her I oh thought that, okay i thought that that woman was the same woman from better call Saul for like the first second i had to like imdb it and see if it was it's not gotcha but they look the same to you I, she looked familiar but i wonder if she just sort of has a kind of very generic face yeah or, it might be yeah or maybe we're in this like trap of things that we say with like these early cheap zeph movies where they like <laughs> just hire 
actresses that kind of look like someone else, and you're like, oh, yeah, it could be this chick. Like, we have, like, bootleg versions of all the actors that we know. We're like, what the fuck is going on Because the actress is, like, it, she's really pretty, but she's not, like, memorably pretty. I swear that I've seen her in things where, like, she's, you know, like a regular on a TV series, but, like, she's not. No. I mean, she's been in a lot of things, but nothing I've seen and nothing that's noteworthy, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't turn her down if she was offering. <laughs> <laughs> E- equally, you know, if if she's offering and then you have like an actual movie star offering, she doesn't quite kind of right. compete to that level. Just like yeah, like you said, like we said last week with Derby Stallion, there's the bootleg Sharpay and that. Yeah. Oh jeez, yeah. She's not unattractive, but you know, compared to actual movie stars, it's like oh okay, definitely, I agree. Yeah. One thing that we get in this world is Team Sharpay. It's like all of her, I guess, friends in Albuquerque, friends with a question mark, that are basically all of her assistants who, like, book her travel and, like, book her, her, her lodging in New York yeah. and sort of accommodate... I'm like, I'm like, what? It, like, it's, it's weird. It's fake mean you... girls, dude. It's like, it's like a fake mean girls type situation. Yeah. You get, like, a glimpse of that friendship group in High School Musical 2. Oh, you do? Yeah, there's definitely scenes with her and, like, a little posse when they're at the um, clubhouse. Okay, that, make, that would make sense, because uh... that movie is more about her than the other ones. Yeah. yeah. No, I I totally missed it. I mean, we were pretty drunk when we watched it. (laughs) (laughs) But what's frustrating to me on a whole about this movie is how Sharpay basically forgets every lesson that she learned from the three high school movies. Yes, that was something that I wanted to to mention. It was just so infuriating how they basically just kind of put her back at square one. Yeah. Yeah, dude, she, like, had no character growth at all throughout the whole fucking thing. She just starts way at the beginning again, just, like, totally a scumbag again. Yeah. I think by the end of this movie, she's kind of back where she was, sort of semi-woke Sharpay, but, like, (laughs) she's just, she's mean and rude and entitled and spoiled and i guess that's sort of what she has to be yeah but like you can make her kind of humbled and still want to be a broadway star and sort of play into those kind of you know over-the-top caricatures like here just like these strangers like the guy who's suddenly making a movie about her life she's treating him like the help and it's just like but you know better yeah yeah well i think as well in like the high school musical films while she is this like horrible person she's balanced quite nicely with ryan who kind of does provide like it brings her down a little bit every now and again and does sort of kind of provide this counterbalance to her but because you don't have that here she's just even worse agreed that's that you i think you nailed it that's what i was missing is it like without ryan there to be like juxtaposed like to her shittiness and like him being like a little bit of morality it makes her just seem like a total shithead the whole movie yeah did either of you think that this love interest that she it's not a love interest till the very end because it's sort of like the first high school music movie where you're like when are they gonna kiss and then finally at the very very end they kiss but either of you think that he the character name i think is peyton yeah was basically like hot ryan sort of he looks so much like ryan he looks so much like ryan that's what we kept saying the whole fucking movie rachel and i are like oh god he looks so much like ryan (laughs) yeah and the funny thing is that we called them the incest twins, the whole fucking high school musical thing, and yep. they give her a guy that looks just like her brother. She clearly has a type. Well, it's to the yeah. point where, like, on the DVD, there's a picture of, of her with Peyton on the back. I thought it was Ryan. So I was really <laughs> excited to see this scene where it's just them, like, sat down talking. So I was like, oh, cool, Ryan's going to make an appearance. No, just this guy that looks like him. Yeah, what the fuck? God. When he first showed up, I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's not Ryan. Oh, okay. 
because it, it almost wasn't was, Ryan supposed like, to be in New York anyways. Isn't he like part like of the New York world? Like in High School Musical three, doesn't he, he, get, he like, get a scholarship to like yeah. Juilliard or something? Like I thought he's supposed to be in New York anyways. Yeah, I That's... I thought that was the case. But so the the kind of explanation they give in the little scene at the credits is that he's just touring the country at the time uh, with some sort of show. So that's why he's not necessarily in New York then. But what I couldn't remember, I don't know if you guys could help with this, is what she says she's going to do at the end of High School Musical 3. She wanted to go to fashion school, I thought. Because I think she's going to New York too. Like, she doesn't get the scholarship. I thought that she was going with him, but maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I, could, I can't remember either. You guys are right. When I watched it, I thought she was like, oh, I'm going to fashion school. But like, apparently she just was like dicking around for a year with yeah, her dad. Like, exactly. Just, like, not doing anything. I definitely don't remember a scene where she was like, yeah, I'm going to do fuck all for a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, quick interruption here from Editor Joey, correcting Podcast Joey. I was wrong before. I just realized as editing this that Sharpay is going to stick around Albuquerque and help the drama teacher out with future musicals, so I have no idea why the setup to this movie makes no mention of that or what happened. Maybe she failed out of that. I have no idea, but she was not going to go to New York, so all right, there we go. Back to the show. Because this movie starts out and the dad is like, hey, I've given you the last year to sort of find yourself or whatever, but I need you to start working. And like, every time she tries to say the word work, she kind of gags on it, because that's a a funny recurring joke. Yeah. The deal that they make... So here's my biggest problem with the movie. She's like, okay, I'm going to go to... Because she has her little Albuquerque player or whatever, and gets recognized. The whole twist of this is that she doesn't get recognized, the dog gets recognized. Boy is like, destined for superstardom. But she thinks it's about her. So anyway, she thinks that she gets recognized in this play, this musical whatever says okay i'm gonna go to new york and try to make it on broadway which i think especially for like a rich girl whose dad can afford it is like a very viable try that for a while she has her team sharpay book her flight find her a place to stay get all the stuff set up she puts together these like you know this entire basically vision boards to show off to her parents (laughs) and like actually probably does more work there than she has in the past year and her parents are just like no this is bullshit like no you're not gonna go (laughs) it's like wait i don't i don't what also her dad gave her everything she ever wanted in the first three movies and then like now all of a sudden he's like nah fuck that shit you have to you have to prove yourself like she was just dicking around at his country club and like doing whatever she wanted the whole second high school musical and he was like such a pushover and like all of a sudden now he gets a spine that doesn't happen and then the like the sort of the agreement that they have is that she can go to new york but she has to become she has to land a broadway gig in a month (laughs) I mean, that's pretty reasonable. I'd like yeah. that. No, you think that, like, a month is enough time? <laughs> oh, no, of course not. I was being sarcastic as fuck. <laughs> it's like he's <laughs> like, setting her he... up to fail. Yeah, on purpose. Exactly. If she fails, is she supposed to come back and work for him or just work somewhere? Him. For, for him. him. Okay. Yeah, I think at the golf course, actually. Like, she specifically says, like, at the country club. Okay. But, I mean, obviously she's going to be, like, fucking liaison affairs bullshit title where she just sits at, like, a desk and, like, dicks around at the fucking country club anyways. This isn't going to be real work. It's your dad that runs like it. Like a Tony Soprano-type honorary position at the garbage factory? Yeah, the, that's what the, she's going to do. The garbage dump? Yeah. So she's off to New York, and she goes and finds this penthouse. And I don't know. I guess the dad's paying for everything. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Team Sharpay clearly did not do a good job because they find out that this co-op board of the building doesn't allow pets, and so she's like, if dog goes, I go. And then all of a sudden, on the street. And that's when Hot Ryan shows up (laughs) with the video camera. And the whole movie, I was trying to figure out what his movie was going to be. 
and I really was hoping we weren't gonna get, which we don't get, I was really hoping we weren't gonna get, like, a look at this, like, vapid blonde thinking she can make, you know what I mean? Like, I, I thought he was setting her up to take her down. Same! I was hoping for that, too! He's genuinely a good guy and wants to make her, and then, you know, we'll get to the end when he sort of saves the day. He's just good-hearted the entire way. Like, there's no, there's nothing interesting yeah, but, about him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's too good. Like, if, if any normal person was treated the way she treats him, they'd be like, you're on your own. I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, and he's not even banging her yet. Like, come on, dude. How much work do you have to put in? Like, I get she's kind of hot, but seriously, like, you know, like, after, like, the first, like, couple days, he'd be like, fuck off. Like, I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. Also, she looks a little weird in this movie. I don't know if either of you she's older. knew why. Well, not that. She's wearing a blonde wig yes. the entire movie. Rachel noticed it. I didn't notice it. She was Every time it would come on, she would be like, look at how fucking awful that wig is, and then I would notice it. <laughs> I think in some scenes it looks real, like it looks good, and then in other scenes it's just like, oh, wow, like that's not even close. Like That just looks, it's like a skew. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I agree. Did you guys notice that in this beginning part that we're talking about, like with the penthouse and stuff, that she leaves her shit outside in the middle of New York City a lot? Like, it's just, like, totally fine to just, like, leave your shit sitting there. Like, this stuff would have gotten stolen while she was there. Like, she didn't even need to wait for anyone to, like, yeah. to, like, leave it alone. And she looks like an easy target as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but she goes to the park, and when they do that, like, montage of, like, her figuring out what New York is and, like, eating the hot dog and stuff, she's fucking winning at three-card Monty when he's, like, mixing yeah. the shit around. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? How does she We're win? gonna get to that montage. Okay, let's, actually, let's get to the montage right now, because, like, it's, it's, we're close enough there. It's... A cover of Walking on Sunshine, which is... I thought maybe sung by her, but it's not. It's sung by Ali and AJ. Okay. Which is a band that I've heard of. I think it's like a Disney Channel band. The montage is she's living the big city life, winning at the cup game, staring at a living statue, and eating a hot dog. And then the montage ends with Hot Ryan painting the video camera as like a sort of a, a, a wiped like fade out. Like, did you catch that? Like he's painting her room. You know, she basically gets him to find her an apartment. Yes. And then redo the apartment. Yes. At the end of the montage, as he's painting her walls, he just swipes down on it, and then I'm like, you're painting your camera. There's shitty video editing transitions all the time in this, but yeah. yeah. This is all just showing you that New York is really, really dope if you have a fuck ton of money. <laughs> that's what this That's what this whole beginning part of this is. It's like, you know what, Like New York is really, really easy for people that have a ton of money. You don't need to actually be talented or anything, but if you have a lot of money... It'll be really, yeah. really easy. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the lesson I took away from the film. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, you know, New York sort of sucks to live in unless you're rich. If you're rich, it's the best place in the world. But if you're, like, not even poor, if you're just, like, sort of, like, middle class, like... Not even super rich. You, you need to be yeah. super rich. Not even, like, yeah. normal rich. Like, rich anywhere else isn't, like, nearly as rich as you need to be to, like, live easily in New York. Oh, the other weird thing about their relationship, her and Hot Ryan, is their moms went to school together... Yeah, like, that's just, like, buddies. thrown in yeah. as, like, an aside, which I know is actually a thing, because, like, I have friends who have both been on uh, the Cage Club podcast. When one friend moved from L.A. to New York, their moms were like, oh, you know, my son is moving or whatever, and, like, they actually became friends that way. So, like, I know it's a thing that happens, but it feels like a weird sort of tacked on, like, we need a reason for him to be there, 
So let's just say, like, their moms went to school together. Yeah, I agree. It's weird. They, like, needed him to push the beginning of the story. Otherwise, I feel like his character would have just been, like, the girl dog's owner. So, like, they made him a little kid because they needed Hot Ryan before this to, like, push that beginning part of the narrative. Otherwise, they could have just been the same character, and then you could have the dogs and the owners fall in love together. Maybe that was their, like, original idea, and they're like, well, shit, we have to, like, get her there and stuff. What also really frustrates me about the arrival in New York is that Sharpay thinks that when he says a studio apartment, or a studio, she's gonna be staying at a film studio? And, like, it's it's these weird sort of lines, like, blurred lines, not in the Robin Thicke sense. No. But between, like bad jokes and like making the character stupid for her being so conniving she's always really stupid in these movies huh yeah and and always consistently stupid like again just never learning anything which is annoying like i understand like that's sort of the way that a lot of sitcoms do in that like the episode sort of has to end where this episode begins you know what i mean like nobody learns lessons or whatever or like any lessons they've learned from past episodes don't necessarily carry over to the next one. But, like, this is a four-movie franchise, sort of. You know, if, if you count this in the same thing. Like, we've seen her grow for the first three, and now we just yeah. reset to square one. Yeah. yeah. Dumb. Dumb. We're about at the part where, like, the two... They have, like, the dog showdown. Like, me and boy and me and girl. Me and my boy and me and my girl, yep. And did you catch how many funny puns there was when he was, like, announcing her resume? Did you get all of these? A lot of this movie I sort of absorbed but didn't necessarily closely listen to well one of my favorite lines in the movie is when he's doing that he says she she was in some like he's like talking about like, these dog renditions of like broadway musicals that like oh um, right yes yeah, so she yeah, was yeah. in and he says she was in the color purple <laughs> yes <laughs> that was so amazing to me Which is they a, came up with some amazing. good ones i was like that yes. would have been my writing contribution to this script <laughs> That sort of brings us to other Zach Efron, Zach Tack jokes that we've talked about where it's like back and forth like him and Seth Rogen where they just sort of go back and forth for a while. It's just like into the script said by one person. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. off the top of your head, like let's just say a bunch of things. Him also, and Franco. Also kind of like what we do with fire-ass titles at the end. So Yes. Him Thank and you for that. Franco when they, yep. uh, when they do like bros and hoes and bros and Idaho's and whatever. So she gets the audition place and finds out that they want to audition boy and she's like, well, I'm never the best friend. And I'm like, right, you're right. Like you're the villain. Yeah. Like that's you're you're not the best friend. You are the bad guy. So you're not like, even your brother's best friend. But yeah. Right. But they audition her and boy, and like they put on a legitimately amazing audition. Yeah, it was great. Me and my boy, great song. Boy is killing it on stage. We're like half an hour in, we finally get a second song. Then this spoiled little rich kid comes out with his dog, and they're fine. But like the producer and the director and the writer or whatever are like going bananas over how good their audition is. So it's like, but Sharpay just like killed it. Like, yeah, very like objectively better. And they're like, oh my God, like this dog is a star. I'm talking about girl. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. And the Cocker Spaniel's kind of ugly. Yeah. The boy is way cuter, just like as a dog. Do so, like, think? I would much rather have that cute dog. Yeah, dude. I think the little terrier is so much cuter. Than I wrote down, Cooper God, Spaniel. this dog is so cute. I want a million movies with them. Like, I would just watch, <laughs> like, if, if she wasn't being dumb and weird, like, if they were just, like, a buddy cop, like, her and boy, like, solving crimes, <laughs> I would watch every movie of that. I want it, I want it to be, like, Air Bud and them just to do 14 of them. Just, yes. just with boy. It'll be like, boy, good, boy does a musical. And it'll be like, boy does, you know, a movie. And, like, you know, just goes on, like, a boy's acting career. And they just do 40 of these movies. And this is when the movie takes a hard left turn and becomes a rom-com starring dogs. <laughs> yes! This is where the movie really lost me. Like, <laughs> real kind of eye-rolling, like, just 
the way that it was shot and edited at this point specifically the dogs looking at each other longingly (laughs) it was at this point i was just like no i I had a bit of hope that maybe the movie could redeem itself maybe like a good cameo or something it was at this point i just gave up any hope it does lead though this romance to my favorite scene in the movie which is a dog date for two around New York City, set to a cover of Justin Bieber's Baby. Yeah, was it really a cover of it? Because it was. Yeah, it just no, it's a like cover. A, God, that's so weird. Do you know who sang it? No, tell me, tell me, tell me. Liam, do you know who sang that song, that no, cover, I that don't, version? No. Ryan. No, really? really? Lucas, he's credited on IMDb as you know, written by Justin Bieber, The Dream, Ludacris, Christina Milian, Christopher Stewart, performed by Lucas Gray Beale, who oh. is Ryan. That's Which crazy. makes that even better. It makes it better, but why did they have like him fucking in the movie? <laughs> I don't know. And that also makes me wonder why Ashley Tisdale didn't sing Walking on Sunshine. You have one person from the world. I, I mean, I guess she can't sing. I don't know. I don't. It's, it's all weird. Yeah, I don't think that she's a real singer, like at all. But they just had her as a character. Then we get to my favorite scene right before this, though, is when for some reason the little asshole boy has raw chicken. And not only does he have raw chicken, but he has access to Amberly Adams' dressing room. Yeah. He has both of these things and just rubs raw chicken all over. Like, this poor chick is going to get salmonella. You're going to kill off the main <laughs> star of your fucking musical to make your dog win? What the fuck was this? This was a terrible idea. I feel like the whole. Everything about Amberly Adams is misguided because she's like, I don't know, like, she is she like a TV or a movie star, right? That, like, she came to Broadway, and because she's on Broadway now, like, people are going to go see this because, like, she has, like, this legion of adoring fans. Like, it's kind of like a little bit of meta, like, if Zac Efron somehow, or, you know what I mean, like, went to Broadway. Yeah. Everybody would go see, even if the play is terrible, even if it's about a girl and his her dog. You know what I mean? Like, just because she's a star. She's reading the script... And as she's reading it, the writer and the director are, like, laughing out loud at all the jokes, which is super weird, because, like, you wrote it. Like, why are you laughing at your own jokes? But she doesn't get any of them. Sharpay is dumb and sort of small-town girl in the big city, whatever, but Amberly Adams is dumb, too. Like, why are you making all these women dumb? It was a shitty choice. This is not the world that liberals want. (laughs) I, mean, I was just trying to think of any, like, remotely intelligent women in this film. Not in this no. one. No. The only one we have is Gabriella. She's, like, the only smart one in the whole High School Musical world. And also, Liam's podcasting partner's love of his life, Kelsey, is not too dumb either. She's no. pretty good. Yeah. She's not. She's really, she's really smart. I mean, to be fair, there's not really many smart guys in this movie either. <laughs> it's pretty much it's yeah. pretty much just Hot Ryan. That's, that's a fair point. Yeah, and he's not even smart. He's just nice. Yeah. Like, right. Like, that's the thing that, like, I, 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 to- I hate when movies sort of make women caricatures or, you know, whatever, like, crazy in this movie or dumb or whatever. But, like, at the same time, you look at the movie and, like, oh, well, like, nobody is characterized well. Yeah, like, the, the writers best- are dumb. Everybody's The dumb. only positive ones... I mean, boy, really, right? Like, girl is not even, like, girl's not even given, like, screen time. Like, it's pretty much just boy is the best part of the movie. Yeah, I would agree. So we get to one of my favorite parts. She calls her Sharpie because we spent the past three (laughs) High School Musical podcasts calling her Sharpie. She actually calls her Sharpie, and it's amazing to me when she walks in and says that. There's that, which I think is just like a, I don't, I'm not going to take the time to learn your name. But what's also weird about her is that she hates dogs. Like, why would you sign on to do a... Broadway no, that play. made sense. That made sense to me because, like, they picked the actress, they picked the like the screenplay, but like they didn't connect the dots that she hates dogs, and she was probably just like, "Yeah, I'll fucking do it, whatever, pay me." That didn't bother me too much. Oh, God, that I was the know. least of my grievances with this movie. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And so, by at this point in the movie, everything we've talked about takes place over 
two weeks, I think. Yeah. Sharpay's dad video chats her, like FaceTimes her, and they have to like scramble to find a backdrop with like buildings in the background, so it looks like she's in the penthouse apartment or whatever. It has one of my favorite jokes in that I was like, I can't believe this is in the movie. The dad says, are you the toast of Broadway? And Sharpay says, Daddy, you know how I feel about carb references. Like carbohydrates. And I was like, I totally I was missed like, that oh one. my god. I'm like, is this what this movie is becoming? That just reminded me of the mom one in the beginning when she said, like, you were in perfect scale and you know my aversion to scales or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, God, these this is such a terrible this is such a terrible like vision for young women. Like yeah. that's who yeah. this movie was for, and they're all dumb. They're all like super weight conscious. They all believe that they can like do asinine things. Like their dreams are just like completely fantastical, and then they come true anyways. I mean, I guess like one of the biggest issues for me is who's watching the High School Musical trilogy and going, oh yeah, Sharpay, the villain. She's my favorite character. <laughs> I can't wait to see a movie that's just about her. Let's get rid of Troy and Gabriella and everyone else. <laughs> you know, the ones that actually bring some decency to it. I just want Sharpay. Yeah. Right. As a counterpoint, to, I mean, so, okay, so there's two things. So first off, I'm sure that they went to Zac Efron and were like, hey, do you want a Troy movie? He's like, fuck that. Like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> then they went to Vanessa Hudgens and they were like, hey, do you want... And she's like, she probably said no in a nicer way. And then they're like, Sharpay, I guess? Like, all right. And she's like, and she's, yeah, okay. In the High School Musical trilogy, Gabriella's solos are always my least favorite song. So a whole movie of her singing would not be good. And she sounds terrible. Yeah, I agree. A thousand percent. Well, I also don't know... I mean, obviously, we'd all love more Zac Efron movies, but, like, would a Troy movie be good without, like, any of the other characters? No, because what did he set out to do at the end of High School Musical 3? He's, like, studying acting and basketball or something. Yeah, Yeah. at, 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 like, some L.A. or no, some San Francisco school or something, something up by Gabriella, right? Yeah. Yeah. As a counterpoint, Sharpay, by the end of the third movie, is sort of, like, a more fully rounded character with, like, actual interests and thoughts and opinions on things so like i can see interest there i i I don't know but they failed on it yeah i mean 100 see the more i think about it now i'm just thinking no a troy movie would be cool because you'd have him kind of at college let's just ignore the fact that it would have to be like a disney movie but him kind of going through college he'd probably join like a frat or something it's neighbors prequel to neighbors it's neighbors that's exactly (laughs) what it is it would would set up neighbors and you know sure we we maybe couldn't get gabriella back so they're trying to do some sort of uh long distance thing he keeps missing her maybe she has a little cameo at the end i would much rather see that movie yeah that would be perfect and we could just drive it right into neighbors yeah that that would be great and then like he gets scorned and then that's how he becomes teddy and just like takes off from there perfect and oh he even changes his name from troy to teddy this would be perfect the first letter because he's a dumb guy yeah (laughs) well he's got the necklace with the t on so he has to have the t (laughs) (laughs) amazing yeah Sharpay in the movie becomes Amber Lee Adams' assistant because she fires the assistant and she thinks that she's going to become like her friend because this is a woman that she idolizes that she follows on Twitter early days of Twitter but they're still you know all about following people on Twitter and getting push notifications on their phone so I guess good on you Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure I mean those references to Twitter and stuff weren't at all awkward and just really weird (laughs) (laughs) oh she did tweet oh okay I got it and she like goes on like these like cleaning montages, and which were totally useless. But we yeah. find out later that it was just like so she could get out of Amberly Adams' hair. But then there's another classic mix-up where she goes to complain about Amberly Adams' microphone placement because like her scalp is sensitive or whatever, and the sound guy is just like, "Oh, you're hot." 
and then doesn't ex- <laughs> doesn't elaborate on that. Oh, he just stops there. She has like this righteous indignation, and he's like, "No, your microphone's on." She's like, "Oh, you could have just said that." Well, yeah, he could have just said that. He didn't say Mike's hot. He said you're hot, right? Which is what he which should is, have said. Which but. is like the I think maybe you know the proper vernacular, but also like we've never seen this guy before. We'll never see him again. Yeah, it was kind of creepy that you had this old man just looking at her, being like, "You're hot." <laughs> like, yep. it was really fucking weird. I was, like, really stunned at the beginning. And then when I realized what happened... Oh, but as soon as I realized what happened, I was like, this is definitely just a vehicle for the movie for them to do this to the other chick later. Like, they had to show you this to say, like, oh, yep. we could turn the microphone on, and then... I was really proud of the movie for making a callback there. You're absolutely right. Like, I, but you knew it was gonna... As soon as I saw it the first time, I was like, oh, this is it. <laughs> like, I, I already had the end of the movie in my head. Like, she's gonna say some dumb shit, like, and they're gonna be on the mic, because, like, now Sharpay knows that what the fuck the microphone does. Oh, so we didn't talk about the weirdest thing, the craziest thing, at least in terms of, like, financials. They decide to keep both dogs sort of on retainer and audition both of them through the entire audition process, or the entire, like, rehearsal process. Which should never happen. Yeah. Which would never happen. They would just decide one. But, like, that's how, like, there's, like, this whole rivalry between the two. And at one point they, you know, I don't remember who says this, like, they're like, Countess, girl, the girl dog, has talent, but boy has personality. And all I could think was, at the end of Pulp Fiction, where they're in the diner, and they're talking about, like, eating pigs... And they say, you know, personality goes a long way. Yeah. And I was like, well, then in that in that case, like, boy wins. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, we were always rooting for boy the yeah. whole time anyways. But yeah. But the dogs go on their date and they sort of run away and there's, you know, panic amongst everyone. And then finally they just come back to the apartment somehow. Like, I don't know. That's when Hot Well, they don't like, even oh, show them coming back to the apartment. He just, like, no. shows up with the dogs. Yeah. Maybe he, like, ran them away. I think that he was just plotting. Hot Ryan was just, this was his evil villain moment. He took the dogs away. Well, because then they have like a blow up. You know, I don't remember. Like, I think she's like pissed at him. Like, I think she's just pissed in general and kind of takes it out on him. And he's like, what happened to that hot pink whirlwind of ambition I saw the first day you got here? Like, you've changed, Sharpay. She hasn't really. <laughs> she's, she's still a shithead. A bit, <laughs> like, even when he first sees her, she's pretty like down on her luck already because she, she's just been kind of kicked out of this penthouse apartment that she really wanted then he rocks up I didn't get this impression from his kind of first time meeting her that she was this whirlwind of hot pink ambition <laughs> no she seemed, she seemed like a pretty down on her outs dumbass yeah. that just moved to New York and got rocked she seemed like yeah. someone had just shit in her cereal and now here he is <laughs> Yeah, he saved her, dude. This whole fucking movie. He was carrying it for the whole team. And he's going to NYU film school. Like, this kid, like, has, like, real work to do, but he's devoted all of his time to, like, making sure this chick isn't out on the streets. And also, we see in the beginning of the movie that there's those two other sort of TV hot but not really hot girls that walk by, and, like, they're clearly into him, too. And they're, like, you know, they're all going off to their audition or whatever, but, like, this guy can get it from anyone, and, like, he spends the entire movie sort of catering to this girl who does not care that he's around. Yeah, like painting her apartment and like making sure she's okay. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe he just has like issues, you know? He 100%. (laughs) That's what gets him going, to just be completely treated like shit. Yeah. If there was a kind of sequel to this, it would be him in a diaper with Sharpay whipping him. I do want to see. I do want to see the spin-off fetish porn of Sharpay and of Sharpay and Hot Ryan. Now that you said that, with regular Ryan directing in the it, he's choreographing. No, no, he's, he's no, choreographing. He's, <laughs> he's just he's watching on longingly, lustfully. Well, he's wishing, so gay. Hoping. 
He's he's trying to straight himself out by watching. So well, no, because he's he's longing for Hot Ryan, like the hot version. Oh, of himself. okay, 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 fair. That you know, it's like the incest twins, but you know, he wishes he was in Sharpay's place. Yeah, the only Maybe. way he can see Hot Ryan naked is to then watch Hot Ryan have <laughs> sex with his sister. <laughs> This took a really weird turn, and I love it. Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure 2, Triple X. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, they almost write the dog out of the Broadway play, and it's gonna, like, it's, it's, ever, like, nothing at all Oh, makes God, I need to write down what I, I just came up with a good title for this movie now that we talked about Okay. That. I need to write it down. But, like, oh, God, so, like, they have this fight. I think he says to her, or no, she's, I don't know, she says to him, or he says to her, perfect is so hard and it doesn't prepare you for disappointment like there's they're trying to jam life lessons in here i'm like i don't know what's going on but then like we get like classic sharpay stuff like she says like you said the sharpay you know isn't the sharpay that has become the sharpay that is this sharpay yes and it's like oh, okay all right okay yeah we're getting back on track we start like moving she's 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 now that she like made up with the other guy like the dog owner she's like, getting back to where she was like, emotionally so she's like you know we're working it back into the the story we're getting there you know one thing i have to give this movie credit for it's not good but it flies by oh really no dude the first 30 minutes was miserable for me i paused after like 30 minutes like pee or something and i like looked and i was like holy shit i'm only 30 (laughs) minutes into this movie like nothing has happened i remember looking like i just checked the time i was an hour in i was like oh all right yeah you were more invested than i was because i just like sharpay yeah, As that's a true. character, kind of. I mean, I don't need a whole movie about her, but like, if we're in that world, like, I'm gonna double down and get in, get invested. Yeah, true. yeah. I think I just struggled. To, like, as soon as I realized within say the first fifteen minutes that we'd only had one song, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't a musical." <laughs> that was the point where I was like, "This is gonna drag." Yeah, it did not fly. It by. flies at least in comparison to the Derby Stallion. True. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Derby Stallion's pretty slow. We've definitely seen slower Zeph movies. That's for sure. Although both movies do this thing where, like, comparatively nothing happens for the first 90%, and then the last 10%, everything happens. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. Sure. They're similar in structure in that way. My favorite, maybe my favorite thing is that she texts the spoiled little brat kid, Countess's owner, and he says, what does C-Q-M-T-W-I-L-G-T mean? And she says, come quick, major trouble. Wow, I look great today. Duh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did he not get that? And he was like, oh, I should have gotten that. The Google autocomplete game, which we'll play later, but if you start typing come quick, major trouble, the whole thing comes out. Oh, really? This movie is not super popular, but it's popular enough that, like, everything I tried to find on Google was immediately available. Damn. Okay. Well, somebody likes it then. That's good. I don't know why, though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why either. Yeah, same. I don't get it. I mean, you know, you're just capitalizing on, like the little girls that like had gotten into it and it's just like another one so this is like land before time there's like 40 land before times why i don't know kids just fucking watch dumb shit if i had a kid and i never want children but if i was to be unfortunate enough to be in that position where i'm now responsible for another life and i'd watched high school musical one two and three with them if i then saw that there was a movie all about the villain from those movies I probably wouldn't suggest that we watch that. Yeah, but kids are naggy, dude. They would just, like, nag it out of you. They would be like, come on, I want to watch this, I want to watch this. You're like, shut the fuck up, cool. I'm going to leave and get drunk and (laughs) watch this movie by yourself. There is this one guy who follows me on Letterboxd who I checked out his profile a couple times, and he basically only reviews kids' movies, but, like... That's creepy. He's a he, no, but he's a dad forced to watch them from, like, multiple times from his kids. okay, okay. And so he's so 
angry about everything. <laughs> That's awesome. His review about this was just like it's super long and like he's just so mad. That, like everything <laughs> about this movie, it's it's actually pretty good. That makes me really happy. Yeah, I would I would like to read some of those. Those yeah. are pretty funny. Like I was looking like at his profile yesterday because he liked my review of this. He had, like one of his mo- most recent reviews was that movie Sing. That came oh, out yeah. last year yeah. from Illumination Studios, and like I feel so bad for him because he like it's rewatched on this date. This movie still is terrible. Like honestly, <laughs> like it doesn't get better on rewatches. <laughs> so like, oh god, like I I think that's funny that like everybody with young kids watches the same movies over and over again, and you hope that they find movies that like you can actually tolerate. But I just like this world where this guy is like logging every time he watches a movie <laughs> on Letterbox, and it's all just like terrible G and PG rated movies like Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure and over Sing, and, and over and over again. <laughs> over and well, over. I remember when I was a kid, like one summer holiday, I think for at least a week, but I feel like probably longer, I watched uh, The Page Master every single day. I love The Page Master, dude. I love it. That's a great movie. I, mean, I haven't seen it since I was a Watch kid. Watch it. It's a lot of fun still. But I remember it being good. Oh, but the thing is, it's like, doesn't... The Page Master was like so fantastically long for me, and I made Rachel watch it because she had never seen it before, and the movie's so fast. Like, shit happens <laughs> really, really quick in that movie. But, like, I remember as a kid, I was like, oh, yeah, like, this part of the adventure lasts for, like, you know, 30 minutes. And it's like, no, that's a three-second clip that just, like, my brain extended as a plug a shout out to one of our other podcasts Liam if you're interested there's another podcast on our network called Wistful Thinking where they have guests on and the podcast is about something they loved from their childhood but really haven't revisited since oh, shit okay. I want to be on that I went on that and I did Casper because I watched Casper all the time if you want to see the page master I can get you in touch with them and like I'm sure that you know, this kid's <laughs> movie that you loved a lot if you want to see it again I think it'd be a save cool it for that to, like, perfect time like, we, have a, yeah. we have a podcast that is exactly what you want to do <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not involved at all, which is, you know, why I'm able to say it's good. Yeah, so. I mean, the issue is, like, we very recently did the Goosebumps TV series. Okay. Oh, I love the Goosebumps TV series, mm, too. No, that's the thing. I loved it as a kid. It does not hold up watching it now. <laughs> really? Oh, it's I like that they so use, bad. I remember last time I watched it, they used all these wacky, like, insults. I vividly remember we were re-watching it, and some chick calls another kid a zeeb. And I was, she was like, you're such a zeeb. And I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means or where that came from, but I love it. We watched, I think, six episodes in total, and it was just painful. Every well, oh, One of right. them was mildly okay. All of the others just sucked. <laughs> well, I can tell you that Casper holds up. I still like Casper. Okay, Even though cool. Casper doesn't have an ending, like, they sort of have a party at the end, and then the party just goes away, and then the movie ends. So there's no real ending to it, but, like, it's, it's a good movie. So. Damn, now I need to rewatch Casper, too. Fuck. Okay. And then listen to our podcast episode. I will. <laughs> I definitely will. So anyway, we're at the end of this movie. We're on... Oh, it's either... Is it opening night or just, like, sort of a dress rehearsal? Dress rehearsal. Where, like, the, it's where the kids are all there. Yeah, it's a dress and rehearsal. And Sharpay turns on the microphone, and Amberly Adams freaks out, and she sort of storms off stage. They're like, how are we supposed to put the show on? And this is when Hot Ryan is like, there's somebody who knows everything about everything. Here it goes. And then he sh- he like opens up her laptop and plays the movie that he made of her. But what's bananas about the movie is that there like there's you know shots of her singing on stage in the empty auditorium, which is fine, which is cool. But then there's camera angles of that part from, like, nine or ten different, like, crazy locations. He's like, a professional, from... dude. No, but he's got one camera. And it's, like, <laughs> it's a single performance. It's, like, from way above and way below and both sides and, like, all over the place. And, like, it's clearly professional production value that they forgot that this is supposed to be playing off one kid's handy cam. Yeah, well, that's, that's just because you have a shitty imagination. That's why this is. 
Yep, that's exactly what yeah. this is. <laughs> they cast Sharpay in the show, and she's like, under one condition that both Boy and Countess get to be my dogs. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why? Why? That doesn't, yeah, yeah like, fuck that Can't kid. they just writing another dog instead of having essentially one dog character played by two different dogs? Yeah, I guess they're going to alternate shows. Like, I was, trying, I was trying to get into the logic of how that would work. I'm like, you can't just have two different dogs in the same show. So I guess they were like alternate shows, but like right in the second dog, like a girl and her two best friends. Yeah. Why didn't they do a reverse Inception and then wrote in the dog love story into the play? Oh. A girl. Yeah. Her best friend and his best friend. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. We're getting back to my title that I made up in my head and I'm really excited to say it when we play the game. And then finally they kiss at the end and there's opening night and they she sing. Kills it. I think it's I think it's New York's best kept secret or it's the rest of my life. It's one or the, the rest other. of my life. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. And she kills it. Like, it's legitimately, like, a great performance. Yeah, the choreography was terrible throughout this whole movie. But, yeah, Sharpay does good. This is how I was kind of expecting most of the movie to play, like. Same. Yeah, definitely. But it doesn't, which is super disappointing. (laughs) Exactly. The only bit of trivia that I have about this movie that we didn't touch on yet is that Sharpay and Hot Ryan played cousins in the movie Aliens in the Attic in 2009. So between High School Musical 3 and this movie, they played cousins, and then here, you know, they're sort of love interests, which is troubling. Yeah, as I always imagine, I hope that he banged her. IRL. Ultimate dream, yeah. In real life, I hope that he banged Ashley Tisdale. If you do more than one movie together, I assume that you banged. (laughs) (laughs) Liam, do you have any other notes about this before we get into the games? Anything else that you want to get off your chest about Sharpay's fabulous adventure? I kind of want to talk about, I can't remember who it is, that has the clutch purse. Oh, Joey does. you mean the clutch Joey purse? Oh, yeah, yes. I do. Yes. Yeah. I, I, just, I just think we should talk about that, to be honest, because <laughs> I'm fascinated how that came to be. I'm glad that you brought that up, because I meant to talk about it, I just completely forgot. So, the reason that we did this movie, aside from the fact that, you know, we need to be all things High School Musical, is that I wanted to buy a movie on Amazon. I have Prime, but there's certain things that, like, it's an add-on item, and so I needed to spend $25 or something to get that shipped. So I just went on... To not pay for shipping. Uh, yeah, I know. This right. No, 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 no. Not to not pay for shipping, but, like, if it's an add-on item, it won't ship until you spend $25. Oh, that's weird. Okay. It's super weird. I wanted to spend $25 to get whatever I wanted to get, and so I just went on Blu-ray.com and I sorted all Blu-rays, cheapest to most expensive, and I just scrolled up from the bottom. I found, like, this is one of the cheapest Blu-rays on all of Amazon.com. It was, like, $5 and change, and it was a collectible clutch purse with the movie. (laughs) What does it look like? Can you describe it to me? I can put a picture. I'll put a picture on the Facebook page. It's, like, a plastic... It's So imagine, like, a thing the size of a Blu-ray, like a Blu-ray case. Okay. Sort of, like, that width and that height, but it's, like, you know, about an inch thick, and it's, like, actually... I mean, it's probably not good quality, but it's better quality than you would think it is. Oh, okay. And inside... There are, there's like actual space for like cash and credit cards and ID and it's like an actual thing. I think it says fabulous on the outside. It's all pink. It's sort of like smooth plastic, sort of like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's better than you think it would be. And then inside there's like a little booklet with the Blu-ray and the DVD and the digital copy. But I was like, I kind of need to own this. How much juice do you get out of it? (laughs) Oh, I I carry it everywhere. I use it all the time. I, I want you to go somewhere, like, to, like, fucking McDonald's, and, like, they're like, okay, $5, and you pull out your fucking pink clutch purse, and you it's get fabulous. your card out. Yeah. 
when you come down next time, well, actually, you as this episode comes out, you might be at my apartment right Visiting. now. Visiting, yeah. I'll carry the clutch purse with us when we go to different breweries, and then when we pay, I'll just bust out the clutch purse and just I'll say, die. oh, this is I'll die. My, my, my wallet uh, fell apart. Actually, I just I'll something. keep a straight face, and I'll just play it off, like, totally, yeah. I think yeah. it'd also be funny to, like, surprise, like, don't tell Matt that we're doing it. And yeah. just, like, see how he reacts. It's yeah. going to be real, real good. I but like, I, like it. So the only downside to it is that, like, I think because it's probably been on a warehouse shelf for six years, it comes encased in, like, this plastic case that, like, you know, it's actually, like, sort of square. Instead of, like, being clutch purse shaped, it's, like, it sort of helps you line things up on the DVD shelf. It was so adhered to the clutch purse that I had to, like, cut it open, like, with, like, the jaws of life and, like, destroyed... <laughs> that plastic enclosure so that's gone but you know the blu-ray is safe the clutch purse is great i'm so glad that i have it good i'm i'm glad that you have it too and i'm jealous of it yeah I'm I'm, a little i will bit never jealous. be that fabulous i won't how could you be without a clutch purse <laughs> <laughs> anything else about uh, aside from my my latest fashion accessory anything else you want to talk about liam nothing that kind of relates to sharpay's fabulous adventure i don't think i feel like we've kind of we've probably spent more time discussing this movie than the people that wrote the movie did <laughs> oh, almost undoubtedly, and we're gonna spend more time as we play the games and stuff. But like, we spent a, we spent an hour right now talking about this movie, which is shocking to me. Yeah. yeah, for me, we missed one of my favorite jokes in the movie when they're talking about the dogs. The little fucktard kid. He says Countess is so sensitive that she cries during dog food commercials. I thought that was really well written. I like that joke a lot. I like it too. I heard. I remember that one. Yeah, that was a good one. That kid was just so like smarmy looking though. Like, I don't know how they found a kid that just looked that punchable. Yeah, they did. They, they did What's a good job. What's also super weird, they cast a kid who can sing, and then they gave him half a song? Yeah. 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 I don't get it. I don't I don't get it. So we're into the mailbag portion of the program. Uh, Liam, as you heard last week, we, we have an email address, zackattack at cageclub.me. Send your no dick No matter pics. what you send to me, dick pics. I will read out loud or describe if it's a picture. Dick pics. Our mailbag this week, Joe, is fuller than it's ever been. What? Really? Who's yes. sending us mail? We have four emails this time from Jessica Collins. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> thanks, Jess. I'm glad that you're sending so First much email. Hate yeah. mail. She says, Derby Stallion, you guys kept talking about the shitty sound quality, and I was so disappointed when there were no audio clips. Oh, which that's your I fault. I get it, but also, this isn't Cage Club or Keanu Club. We've never put sound clips in except for songs. I'm not going to start sampling. That's more work. This is not what Zach is asking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Next mail, also from Jess Collins. The title of this email is what I want her to name her memoir. The title of this email, subject line, How I Get My Dick Pics. Okay. I legit type in, quote, guys named Dick, unquote. Okay. I'm always afraid penises are going to pop up because I listen to my podcast at work, and then in parentheses, <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> Fair. Well, Jess, if you do see a penis at work, report that to HR. Not us, yes. please. Thank you. The next one, also from Jess Collins, subject line, movie trailer. I want you guys to know I watch this along with you from a distance and not at the same time, obviously. It was like a mystery science theater moment for me, and I thank you. And then in all capital letters, you should tell me to do this every time, and then in parentheses, since I'm the only person who is listening and sends in mail. Fair. Yes, we will remind you to always watch the trailers from this point okay. on. 
And then she ends that email with hashtag fucked up teeth. Yeah. Did you notice, I mean, I know that you listened to our episode, but did you notice when watching the Derby Stallion, Liam, that Zac Efron's teeth were weird? Not really, but I don't know if that's because, like, the DVD quality was so piss poor. Maybe. It's kind of hard to tell. I noticed that he definitely hadn't quite grown into his features yet. Yeah, that's a good definitely. point. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. The last email that just sent, Fire Ass Titles. So this is the another game that we're going to play later, but she counted them down. And then in parentheses, before she gave her list, she said lifetime movie titles. So I think this is not... I think she's judging these based on your qualification, Joe, of saying that your suggestions were all going to be... Lifetime movie titles. Lifetime movie titles. Okay. Number five, Rusty, which was mine. Yes. I think... Oh, no, I have one more, but most of this list is dominated by you. Number five, Rusty. Number four, The Scrapbook, which was yours. Number three, The Horse Rider which was also yours. Was it? Okay. Number two was mine, because I followed this up with yours, or from yours, was The Steeplechase. Yeah, that's a good one. That was probably my favorite. Go ahead. And then number one, I agree with her. Her favorite fire-ass title was Houston's Promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was obviously the best. That's what it needed to be. That's it, it was a Lifetime movie. It needed a Lifetime movie title. Houston's Promise would have been the yep. best. Yeah. Agreed. And then she closed the email out by saying, did you say The Unregrettable Mortgage? We did. That was one of Joe's titles. And she yeah. said, if so, WTF. <laughs> So now, Joe, the exciting news I teased to you a couple days ago. That annoyed the fuck out of me. We have hate mail from a new fan. Oh, really? Is it someone we know or just someone random? No. It's a a person I don't know. Oh, nice! (laughs) I was so excited. So we got a. a, We've been begging for emails for 24 episodes and we finally (laughs) got one. This is amazing. Wait, I want to give this person a lot of thank you. I, yes. I, okay, I didn't even hear it yet, but I, I appreciate you, and please send more hate mail. Her name is Jenny McMullen. Okay. Subject line, hate mail, and then winky face emoji. Okay. I love this email so much. Thank you so much for sending this in, Jenny. You made my day, and I, I can't wait to hear Joe reacting to this email. She okay, says, good. hello, I've been a listener and fan of your podcast since last year, and I've listened to all episodes, Holy which is fuck. amazing. I know. I, I really thought that there was two people that listened to this. It was Rachel and Jess. So, okay. So, Jenny, thank you. Go ahead. And also Melissa. I think Melissa sort of took yeah. a break. But, okay. uh, but yes. Jenny. That, that comes We're focusing later. on Jenny right now. Let's give her the stage. We're focusing on Jenny. Okay. But no, I'm saying that because it comes in later in her email. Okay, go ahead. I'm also a fan of Zeph. Having seen him first in The Lucky One, which is where wow. he bangs Piper from Orange and the New Black. So that's, yeah. a, that's a good way to start. Did you see that one, Liam, by the way? Yeah. Did you see that, that one? That's one that I watched quite recently as well, I think in the last couple of weeks, maybe. Yeah, that's a great one, dude. That's like, like that everything we want in a Zeph movie. Just yeah. like him, steamy and sultry and like banging an older woman. Like, yes, 100% yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, back to Jenny. Come on, Jenny. In The Lucky One and have seen about half of his movies since then, including Baywatch. It was funny, but wasn't expecting much based on the series that inspired it. Fair. You will love the nickname bit. I haven't seen it yet. I'm yeah, waiting. No, but I okay. agree. Like, when we saw this, it's, yes, 100%. Okay. That's one thing that I saw it with Melissa, and she was like, Joe's going to love this. Okay. Jenny goes on. I'm the typical middle-aged, married, female fan that will watch a movie just because he's in it. Perfect. Just yeah. like us. We're middle-aged, married, <laughs> female fans. All of us on this podcast today. Yeah, exactly. I've been wanting to write a fan letter to you guys for a while now, but the Hairspray episode gave me multiple reasons to finally do this. Okay. First, just a minor criticism, which is great because it's hate mail. This is what we want to hear. Yes, tell us what you like or hate. You played two songs from the movie and then talked over them. Tried to hear the song, couldn't, then had to go back and listen again to what you were saying. Sorry. Minor, 
but bugged me enough to mention it. Sorry. Thank, thanks, Jenny, for the criticism. The true answer for why we do this is because I'm worried about copyright, and I don't want to just put songs <laughs> in the middle of the episode. So I figure if they're under when we're talking, that's gonna that's all that you sort of need. Google Hive Mind won't won't see it and exactly. send you the app. But if you're ever war- if you ever want to know, watch the video that I pulled it from. It's almost always just YouTube, name of the movie, name of the song, and then the first thing that comes up. (laughs) So if you ever want to watch along at home, just like Jess is going to watch the trailers along at home, if you want to watch these or listen to the songs on their own, do that. I'm just worried about copyright. I don't want these to be taken down. I don't, I mean, nobody's listening to them, but I, I mean, like nobody with the power to like request us like cease and desist to take us down. But like, that's the only reason I sort of bury it under our audio. Yeah, fair. Okay, sorry, Jenny. Sorry, Jenny. Second, really want to be fan number four and hear you read my email. See, that's where I came back. So we yeah, have yeah. Rachel, we're Jess, definitely Melissa, reading it. Number four, Jenny. We now have a Mount Rushmore of Zach Tack fans. <laughs> we're taking off. There's, taking there's, off. A, there's, there's a lot of traction going on here. I cannot wait <laughs> for Liam's UK fans of his podcast. <laughs> If oh, even yeah. just one of them, one of them, listens to our show and writes hate mail, I will be so happy. Yeah. Zach Attack at CageClub.me. Yes. Okay, back to the email. Third, my guess for new podcast is Johnny Depp, which I think is actually a really Ooh, good guess. Because I think that would guess. be actually pretty good. It's, not, it's, not the right answer, unfortunately. No, sorry. But she says, whose movies I watched just because he was in them till he was replaced by Zach. Yeah, Shock a Lot is a terrible movie. I, I agree, and I've watch all of Johnny Depp's movies too. I like the shitty ones that he was like in earlier. Yeah, I'm a fan. And then the last line of this email, and I don't want you to get a big head, Joe, but she says, lastly, my favorite line from the Hairspray podcast was, quote, I was like, damn, damn, wow, referring (laughs) to the Michelle Pfeiffer scene. (laughs) Keep up the good work, Jenny. Thank you so much, Jenny. You totally made my day, and I was so annoyed that Joey was hiding a secret from me for this long, but it was worth it. It definitely so was I worth it. So I got this email. I work from home, but one day a week I'm at a client's office, and I got this email the day that I was at the client's office, and I just I read it, and I just start smiling and laughing and just so happy. <laughs> Don't explain anything to anyone. I'm just like, this is the best. So yeah. thank you so much, Jenny. If you want to send in... Hate mail, dick pics, whatever. Jenny, send more mail, please. Come on, we'll read it. You know Zach we will now. at cageclub.me. Zach attack, dick pics, send Joey dick pics. He'll, he'll describe them to me. Okay, so we're going to try to play the Google autocomplete game. Okay. We normally do, like, Zach Efron movie name and see what happens. I'm just going to do movie name. So Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. <gasps> oh, boy, hold on. What? what? Oh, God. What? There's... Oh, boy. There's a lot there, of them? No, there is... Fan fiction of Sharpay. Wait, wait. Oh God. Yeah, Sharpay. Fan fiction of Sharpay's fabulous adventure two. What? I don't know. Hold on. How long is it? Uh, there's a YouTube clip that's 30 seconds. So I'm gonna put this in the Discord chat. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this. Yeah, yeah. We took a little turn. That's fine by me. I, I wanna, I wanna watch it. You down to watch right. it, Liam? You good? Yeah. That's that's. All right. This. So so let's get that loaded up. I'm gonna click it. So I open it and then we'll yep. uh, pause it for a second. Holy fuck! You found fan fiction of Sharpay's fabulous adventure. Yes. That's twenty. <laughs> this is everything views. I ever wanted. This is, I know. Holy shit. In and the I, description on YouTube, no copyright infringement intended, entertainment purposes only. I do not make any profits from it either, making this video legal to post under Section 107 of the Copyright Act wow. 1976. Wow. Okay. I mean, I think the most impressive thing is the amount of views it's got. 2,300 so, okay, is a so lot. In, if you guys click through to the YouTube site and not just expand the video in Discord, there's a link 
to fanfiction.net. Okay, okay. Oh my god. Yeah, there's a lot of it. There's 15 chapters. Wow! Did you say who it's written by? Here's the summary. Yeah, Zephron Lover 19. So this is clearly from Liam. (laughs) (laughs) So here's here's the summary. Whoever Zephron Lover 19 is should be listening to us. If you're listening, send in hate mail. We can email. I can can probably contact Zephron Lover 19. We'll do that. We'll do that. Oh, it's okay. It's this girl who posted the YouTube video. Okay, cool. So Zephron Lover 19 has written seven stories for the Sweet Life series, High School Musical, and Glee. (gasps) She's in the UK. Cool. Liam, you have a job to do. (laughs) (laughs) You have to go find this Is it going to get me arrested? It (laughs) might. Her name is Rach. Rachel. R-A-C-H-E. Oh, no, Rach. Rach. Yeah, Rach. Age 24. And here's her info. Before I... I'm saving the best for last about the summary of this. I'm looking in the... I'm looking at her uh, YouTube, like, thumbnail picture. She's kind of cute. She's she's not too bad, so... Those of you that watch Zashley videos on YouTube may recognize me. The projects that I've done on YouTube that you may have heard of. Huge Zashley fan. Don't know what Zashley is. So that would be... Um, Zach Efron and Ashley, Ashley Tisdale. Tisdale. Oh, okay. Because that's what this... That's what Fabulous Holy Adventure 2 is about. We'll get, we'll get there. I ship Sebtana, even though they're gay in the show, they're both straight in real life. I don't know what that means. Seb She's like she's like talking another language. S E B T A N A. I have no idea what that means. Seb Tana. Sebastian something. I don't know. Tana. I love Zach Efron so much, but Ashley Tisdale is my idol and always has been. I'm a massive superhero fan. My favorite heroes are Batman, Spider Man, the Flash, Green Arrow, and Superman. I love both the Marvel superheroes and the DC Comics superheroes, but if I had to choose who was my favorite, it would have to be DC Comics and the Justice League. You may also find me on either my Twitter account, at ZephronLover19, going there right now, <laughs> or my Tumblr accounts, or my YouTube account, youtube.com slash ZephronLover19. Okay, can we watch this video? She has not... Well, hold on, before we get there. Okay. She hasn't tweeted since March, but I'm still going to reach out to her. The synopsis for Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure 2. A year after she moved to New York, she thought that everything was perfect for her. She was performing on Broadway day after day, and many people want to know her. She's moved from her apartment to a big loft in the city with the money she's earning. However, her love life is on the rocks, and she'll fall into the arms of an unexpected... dot dot dot... Troy. Oh, I like the it already. Fan fiction that she wrote—it's it's rated fiction. I see it. M. I don't know what that Ooh. is. I make sure. I'm hoping yeah. there's some there's some sexy scenes in here. Fifteen chapters, twenty-seven thousand words. It's been reviewed twenty-two times. Has twenty-six favorites. Followed by twenty-one people. Published July twenty twelve. I'm skipping straight to chapter twelve. A night never going to forget. Oh God. Uh, 13 is called Exhilarating Pleasurable Chapter 13. Damn. We are 100%. (gasps) What we might have to do, Joe, is do another bonus episode next month where we just talk about this This. fan fiction. Yes, I'm down. (laughs) I'm absolutely down. I I will read it. We can't read it now, but we will read it, and we will report back to everyone, and we will link to it, I promise. Jenny... Jenny, you'll get the fan fiction too, I promise. <laughs> if we can get Reach on the podcast, it would be the best. We know it's not yeah, impossible sorry, now. Sorry, Liam. You're, I mean, we love you, and I want you to come back. But this just discovery of other Zef fans is blowing my mind right now. Yeah, I mean, there must be dozens of us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was describing, I was describing this that that you were going to come onto the podcast to some of my friends here, and I was like, "How many straight Zeph fans can there be?" And Matt was like, "Tens of you guys." <laughs> <laughs> 
So you guys ready to watch the 29 second yeah, YouTube video? So this I'm is a ready. video that she created as like a teaser or an opening for the thing she wrote. Okay. Tell me when to go. Three, two, one, play. So much a music Zephyr already. Lover 19 production. Statue okay. of Liberty. Call back to the first movie. Oh, this might be footage from New Year's Eve. Could it be? Maybe. Whoa. I don't know where oh, she got cool. this. Because, oh, I guess there's not going to be actual footage. Maybe it's just, like, credits. No, no, this is this is from the movie, from Sharpay's. Here's, well, here's the thing. It's, um, in the world, so this is what's crazy. In the world, in our world, in 2011, this movie came out and New Year's Eve came out, right? Okay. And both of those have these characters in New York City. So there's not, it's not crazy to think that Zeph as Troy was Zeph in New Year's Eve. Yeah, As true. a bicycle messenger, and now he just swings by... For Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure 2, which I cannot wait to read. Yeah, Sam, I'm excited. Damn, that's really exciting. Okay, Okay. so that was the big surprise of the Google autocomplete game. Uh, It was awesome. Anything else? So Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure, what else do you think autocompletes would be? Dog is next to last, yes. Okay, Liam, you have any guesses? We're just trying to think the next word autocompletes it. There's only one other one that's actually interesting. Um, Um, Cameo? Close. It's more specific than that, though. Ryan? Ryan? Yep. Other than that, it's full movie, songs, trailer, movie, etc. But then there's uh, Dog and Ryan. I'm just so him. glad that we played this because... We found the fan fiction. Fabulous Adventure Holy 2. Fuck. Oh my okay. god. Alright, now it's time to watch the Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure trailer. Link me up, bro. You can watch... No, that's probably not right. It, wait, there might not be a trailer. Oh no, there is. Hold on, sorry. Okay. You sort of have to scroll down a little bit. It's like the fourth or fifth one. It's from Disney Movies Anywhere. So this is the official, official trailer. So like I said, this is a movie that was straight to DVD and then went to Disney Channel, which is sort of strange. Yeah, that's a weird That's a weird way to do this, but okay. But this music video is called, or this this trailer was called Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure Official Trailer. That's two and a half million views. It's a minute 43. Are you guys ready? Um, Yeah, I'm queued up and ready when you are. Liam, you good? All right. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Three, two, one, play. Okay. We have the actual MPAA screen, which is surprising, I think. Okay. We get her on the runway. I know. Production I know. value of this sure is shockingly high. Yeah. Sort of wow. Just, they put more money I'm into this trailer than into the movie, I feel. Oh, that bald guy? I thought that he was Bob from Bob's Burgers. They sh- it should have been Bob from Bob's Burgers. Could have been. Voice guy. He sort of looks like a Middle Eastern John Benjamin. Yeah. And I can't believe her, I can't believe her friends weren't hotter though. Honestly, yeah. that's more, no, that makes her. sense though. Yeah, I, you, I, you I think that Sharpay's ever gonna hang out with people who are hotter than her, or at yeah. least as hot, like Mean Girls? What is that? Oh, the Murphy uh, bed. We didn't talk about the Murphy bed that she sleeps on. That right. swallows her up. Yeah, it's a tongue for a closet. That's what it yep. was. Okay, she's at the theater. I don't think we've really emphasized just how the fact that, like, every time Hot Ryan is on screen, he has a camera and he's filming Sharpay. It's, yeah, it's that's his character. Yeah. That's his character, man. Lots of dancing. This chick. Boy is adorable. Yeah, that's a cutest dog, dude. He looks so much like Ryan. Fake Ryan, hot Ryan, looks so much like Ryan. Oh, did she get shot in the Murphy bed in the, in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I missed that part. Everything in your life so far. And then she calls for hot wine to get her out. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, this song was so this good. Is the this final song. Yeah. Yep. The finale was pretty decent. But wouldn't this trailer make you think this is a musical? The director of the Santa Claus 2 has a selling point. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. 
Sharpay's Fabulous Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. Blu-ray and DVD, spring 2011. Damn. Six years ago. That was actually a way better trailer than I was expecting it to be. Dude, they do really well. They pitch it well, man. But that trailer does set it up as if it's a musical. Yeah, it does. No, it was totally a musical in the trailer. I agree. Crying and shirtless. Okay, so the next thing, and Liam, you get to play this. Oh, yeah. The next thing that we're going to watch is the TV series Summerland, which is two seasons. I still don't know how we're going to do this, but we're going to do it. We're going to try to do it. We're going to watch a lot of Summerland over the next month. (laughs) Yeah, I'm down. And figure out a way to talk about it. I'm guessing he's going to be... Wait, Lee, does Liam know the game? The game is we try to guess how Zac Efron's shirtless in the, in the movie and how he cries in the movie. Because he cries and he's shirtless in a lot of the movies. So okay. we have to just, you just have to make the best guess you can. More wild is, is better, obviously. Yes. And I write it down and we, we revisit it next week. So all I know about Summerland is that it's about a family, I think. And he's introduced halfway through the first season playing the daughter's boyfriend. Oh, okay. So we have a lot. So to I go think on. the the obvious answer is that they break up and he cries shirtless. You know, they they maybe have like a sex scene and he's shirtless or whatever. Let's. I don't think they're having a to... sex scene on this. On the, I, oh, well, actually, it's, this is also from two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah. So it's before. Yeah. So maybe not. Good. Your guess, Liam. Do you want to go first or do you want to go last? Uh, I'll go last because I'm kind of curious okay. what you guys have in mind for this, and I'm still I'm trying to like p- picture what age Zephron would be. He's gonna be like he would have been like 16, 15, 16, I yeah. think. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say, I have no idea where this takes place. I'm guessing it's L.A. I'm guessing we're going to have a lot of surfing scenes, and shirtless and surfing scenes. We're really entering okay. the era where, like, it's borderline creepy to be shirtless, but we still got to play the game. We got to ride the game out. Okay. Um, crying? What do you think? How do you think he's going to cry? He's going to cry. The obvious one, like I said, is that he's going to break up with the daughter. I'm thinking there's going to be some scene where he's cutting onions... And scene where he's cutting scene. onions? That's a yeah, good move. Yeah, he's because of that. If he's good surfing, call. wouldn't it be jellyfish? Have it, have it at the same time. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, there's jellyfish. I mean, that'd be a callback to the paper boy where Nicole Kidman yes. yeah. pees on him. And yeah. she actually peed on him. That's How right. How good is that? So Summerland. So Joey says, shirtless surfing, crying while chopping onions. Joe, too, what do you want? What are your, what are your guesses? I'm going, I'm going, we're going to get a scene where he has to take a shower at the girl's house and he like peeks from behind the shower curtain and we get like a half a shirtless, like a shoulder type situation. That's going to be the shirtless. Crying is they're going to have like a really emotional episode where he talks about how his mom is a recovering crackhead and how she had to like almost put him up for like uh, foster care or maybe he is a foster child and his mom was a crackhead and that's why he's crying because he like tells the family of the girl and the girl at the same time that this was his this is his life and he confides in them and he cries all right liam how will he be shirtless in summerland (laughs) so i'm picturing this taking place in like the same sort of location as like the the derby stallion okay Okay. so anywhere usa pretty much yeah Uh, it's it's gonna be like you know obviously hot i'm picturing him chopping wood for some reason okay I like that. Maybe like either a shirt that's open, or it's like tied around his waist. Oh, okay. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So that's the shirt. They're crying. I think they might kind of suggest that he has to move out of Summerland oh. to like Winterland or something. Oh. And he, he has obviously to move to Winterland. He doesn't want to move because he's probably In boning love. some girl or something. And yeah, long distance never works. That's right, man. 
fuck. That's good. That's real good. I mean, I'm I'm still hoping for cutting an onion, but you know, if he moves from Summerland to Winterland, I'm gonna. Be totally <laughs> I will lose my shit if that's right. I'll be so excited. Letterbox game where we go on Letterbox.com once again. Sharpay's fabulous adventure not in anyone's top four. Obviously. Liam and I both gave it two stars. There's a lot of terrible reviews of this. Okay. Recently, David Robbs gave it four stars and said, I love Romeo and Juliet, but with dogs. Which is, you know, <laughs> fair. Fair. So the only game that we can play, and Liam, you can guess if you didn't look, is, Joe, how many people do you think watched this movie? Once again, for reference sake, Mad Max Fury Road, viewed by 135,000 people. Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure has been logged by how many people, Joe? Now that you brought up the parents thing, I'm going to go a little bit higher than I was I was originally going to go, because I think maybe some parents saw this. I'm going to go 373. Liam, do you want to guess, or did you look? I didn't look. Um... It's, it's a very hard game to win. Twice yeah. now, we've played, this is the third time we're playing this, Twice now, Joe has been shockingly close. Yeah, I mean, the, the Derby Stallion one was incredibly close. I don't know how he did that, yeah. yeah. Well, you're um, not making me re- reassured about my guess right now, fucker. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just I'm, trying to keep it vague so that Liam has no a shot. one okay, way or the other. Fair, fair. I'm going to guess, uh, this is probably way off, 700. In The Price is Right, if everybody's over, they get to go again. Here, you guys are both radically under. I'm going to let you have one Okay, okay, guess. yeah, then I was, go- I was going uh, 23, 15. That's what I was going to go the original time, and I, I toned it down some because I was like, sure, pays big adventure. Chopped, you just chopped the two off. Okay. 2315. Liam? I'm just going to add 1,000, so 1,700. Okay. Both times Liam was close. The actual right number is 1238. Wow. That's, I Which, mean, it's more than I expected. I, I honestly yeah. did. Cool. Good for them, man. Most people who have rated it gave it between one half and three stars. An overwhelming majority do not like this movie. I mean, I see why. The final game that we're going to play is Fire-Ass Titles. Yes. So we're going to take turns... Liam, this is where we try to rename the movie in the structure of High School Musical to be the most generic, vague, boring title that it can possibly be. Go, yeah, okay. So, Joe, do you want to? Are you going to save yours that you wrote down for last, or are you going to drop it first? I'm, I'm going to save. It. I'm, going to, I'm going to cut it in the middle somewhere. I'm going to cut it okay. in the middle somewhere. I'll start. I'm going to say New York Bound, the Murphy Bed. Actually, New York Bound works for both this and for the porn sequel, where it's a fetish thing. <laughs> yes, very yes. true. So you said the Murphy bed? The Murphy bed. Very good. Liam? I'm going to go with New York, New Sharpay. Oh! I like that. Oh, I like it. How about a take on the movie Must Love Dogs, but it's Dogs Love Dogs? I was going to go Dog Day Afternoon. All right, all right. Which is like, a th- I like throwing in some that are already movie titles just repurposed. Yep. Two dogs, one stage. Oh. Two girls, one cup. Two dogs, one stage. It's also a good name of the, you know, sexual sequel to this. I wonder if... So here's a little bit of a curveball. I'm going to name... Well, I don't know. I want to say the homework assignment. And I wonder if that's like for the movie or like for the movie that Hot Ryan makes. Huh. Oh. Oh, I like that. The homework assignment. The film student. Sequins. (laughs) (laughs) Where is Ryan? Where is Ryan? Oh. Hot pink whirlwind of ambition. Doggy style. No, I that was my I, big one. Come on. Oh, I can't that was your big one? Style. Yeah, fuck. Doggy style was amazing. It could be both the sexual sequel and this one. I think that's the, what you get for just jamming it in the middle of the game. Fuck. I didn't know which one to laugh at. Yeah. Damn. Okay. No. Uh, cut in a laugh track. Yeah, I, I like doggy style. I, that, that's a good one. I was trying to get there with Doggy, and I just couldn't quite. Doggy style works well. 
Yeah, it's just simple, to the point, doggy style. All yeah. bark, no bite. That was a joke in the movie, I think, right? Is it really? Oh, yeah, that is. It definitely is. I think that's why it was in my brain. High School Musical 4. <laughs> <laughs> high School Musical minus the good parts. After High School Musical. New York Musical. There you go. That's it. That's the end. Okay, okay, cool. So that's what I was about to say, too. So that's okay, go- okay, cool. a good way to wrap up. So, any other last thoughts about Sharpay's fabulous adventure that we did not cover yet? No, not for me. I'm just so thankful Liam came on. I'm very glad we found the Sharpay fan fiction. I am so thankful that Jenny wrote in, and I hope she writes in again. Jess, I didn't forget about you either. Rachel, I'm sure, is listening begrudgingly. Melissa will hear eventually, yep. This is one of my favorite episodes ever. I think just, yeah. like, everything that just came together <laughs> just made this so much fun for me. This was a great one. I just want to thank you both for having me on. Uh, because <laughs> of my love of Zac Efron, to discuss a movie that does not have Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, like, the same thing. Like, when we first found out about this movie, even before we knew your love for him, we were like, oh, we have to do this. Like, he's not in it, but, like, we have to do this. And then, so, to extend that to you... It just, it makes me so happy that, like, not only are you here, but, like, that you were willing, you're like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I'll absolutely watch Sharpay's <laughs> Fabulous Adventure well, yeah. I mean, and come and talk about it for 90 minutes. I yeah. hadn't even heard of Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. i blissfully ignorant <laughs> to its entire existence. And then you guys come along, and within a week, I had the DVD in my collection. <laughs> it's now rated and reviewed on Letterboxd. I mean, I'm living a much richer life. <laughs> I feel like we heard about this. The more I think about it, I feel like we heard about this in one IMDb trivia bit, and then I just completely lost it for my brain. To the point where yeah. like, when I saw this Blu-ray, I was like, oh, this is a new thing that I don't know about yet. <laughs> I feel like at one point we knew that like Ashley Tisdale starred in a spinoff movie or something. Yeah. I just completely forgot it, so I'm, I'm glad so glad that it. now I own this clutch purse. So you so you own the movie, but you don't have the clutch purse. No, I unfortunately couldn't get that delivered in time, because uh, <laughs> the DVD was on Amazon Prime, so that next day, perfect. But okay, the cool. clutch purse would have been, you know, like late July by the time it would have got here. Oh, fuck. And I'm yeah, not that. buying this movie twice. <laughs> Well played. I don't blame you. Do you want to talk about your podcast briefly? Um, oh, I'm really bad at doing that sort of stuff because I make the other guy do it. Uh, it's awesome. No, it's awesome. I like it. Here's a quick synopsis. If you like what we do but want the British version of it about more than just Zac Efron movies... And everybody knows the British version's always better. The Office. Yes. It, the, the British version always comes first and then we bash House of Cards. House of Cards is better. Okay, go ahead. Listen to Nerd <laughs> on Nerd. <laughs> Nerd on Nerd podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter and we don't actually have a website so uh, I think we're on SoundCloud or YouTube. What's the what's the Twitter handle? At Nerd on Nerd. Okay. So yeah, come, come find us. The High School Musical episode they did was fun because Liam obviously loves Zac Efron, but the guy he does the podcast with does not. He was, forced him to watch all three. Unlike what we did, where it was like three over sort of three weeks. They I don't did know if three I in a night. I don't know if I did three in one night. Drinking games. Oh. Yeah, no, that, the drinking games were not smart. I hope you come back or send us a little... Yes. I want a little clip of, like, something for the Zephys. Hopefully we can get you, like, soundbite or something. What I would like is I would like you, independent of us, to read Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure 2. At, or, you know, just even just a chapter or two. And then, like, write us a hate mail, write us a fan mail, ZachAttackAtCageClub.me, let us know what you think of what you read. Yeah, I would definitely do that. Thank Wonderful. you, brother. So for all things Zach Attack, you can go to CageClub.me or Facebook.com slash 
Cage Club or at Cage Club Pod on Twitter. You can hear all the episodes that we've done. You can find all of our other shows, including Wistful Thinking, which I mentioned. All sorts of fun, free things for you to listen to and read at those three places. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. And that was Liam Underwood from the Nerd on Nerd podcast. And we'll see you next time on Zach Tech. There's a moment when